record from your mouth. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. Mike Harrington here throwing some support. We got an empty house. Everyone else bailed on us. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, it happens. Uh, All right, first thing I got to address is we had an episode pulled. Do you believe that? We did something so offensive that we got an email saying, sorry, we're taking down your content. And the nice thing about this is that if people ever don't see an episode from us, it's not that we were being lazy. We just said shit so shocking that SoundCloud took it down. So, you know, if you're out there listening to this, you got to make sure to listen to our episodes quickly. That's on us. And I got to be honest, I feel like something clearly got lost in translation because we're not defaming people. Harrington, are we are we defamers? No, we're we're not defamers. I think we called it pretty straight, right down the middle. Uh, no, uh, no left turns there. We are not for defamation. If anything, no. I feel like you and I were the defamed. We've been defamed by life. Okay, we're living a life of constant defamation, and you're going to come at us and tell us that we're defaming other people. I won't fucking stand for that. And let me tell you something else. Here's the saddest part about what these motherfuckers did when they took down our content. We had Matt Marin on, and that kid just had brain surgery. I'm not lying. You can go look on social media. That kid, he had brain... They took a hunk of his brain out of his fucking skull. Did you see it? Oh, I saw it, dude. It's pretty fucking gross. I mean, it's it's amazing that you can take that much brain out of someone's brain and like, you know, I, I wouldn't even think... I just think that would be the I, I, that would be the end of them. I am shocked Matt Marin had that much brain. Yeah. I, <laughs> you would think after that it would just be emptiness. No, but here's the thing. I mean, doctors did it. And I'm afraid that they might have fixed Matt Marin. He might not do that slow autistic talk. He might not be funny anymore. Oh, no. That might have been the last time that Matt oh, Marin no. was ever weird and funny. And you've taken that. It's gone. It will never be on the internet again. Conversely, um, yeah. maybe it was that offensive that it gave him a brain tumor. You mean what he said was giving him like it was like cancer growing in his No, like all of us together, just all that hatred on that poor, poor track boy. And it just like it congealed no. into a hate tumor. Whose side are you on here? We weren't I'm just defaming saying, I mean, anyone. Look, you got pulled. We weren't saying comments so horrible that we were giving people cancer. That's not the narrative that we're running with here. That's their narrative. I just, <laughs> Whose side are you taking here, buddy? I just want to point out that the Legion of Skanks have never got an episode pulled. You somehow have got an episode pulled. That tells me there must be something so hateful and vile in what we said last week. I haven't been able to go back and listen to it. Well, you can't because it was taken down <laughs> and it was taken down because they're making claims that we're defamers and we're not. We're the defamed. We are on the side of the good, the righteous, trying to get good information out to the people and other people who are who are thieves. I can't call them thieves. That might be defamation. It sounds like defamation. That, sounds, that might That's... be defamation. I didn't call him a thief last week. I did say that, um, you know, it doesn't matter what was said last week because it doesn't exist on the Internet Look, anymore, but it wasn't defamation. Probably, That's all I'm going to say. At this yeah. point, just double down on the defamation. You already got called out without defaming the guy people are already painting you with brushstrokes like you're a monster now is the time to say you know no, i'm not gonna play the heel i'm not playing the heel on my own podcast i'm on the side of the righteous and there's people out there claiming that we're defamers when we are the defamed and i'm gonna go further with this right so i i can't even mention the name of this kid's podcast i'm not allowed to do that i can't even give you hints as to what it might be right and so when i came across this guy's when it popped up i was annoyed but I tried to ignore it. But I also just, for me and this kid, it's not good that his podcast, you know, I, I like I said, I can't discuss the names. 
And people like you might go, well, why does it matter? And you know what I have to say to that, Mike Harrington? Do, do you have to check your doors again before leaving your apartment? Do you have to eat cookies late at night? No, you don't have to do you don't have to do those things. But sometimes things fucking bother you. And if I stand for one thing on this podcast right here, appropriately named your run your mouth, it's that we're about zero follow through. You know what I mean? That's what I'm about here. We're running our fucking mouths. I don't know. I don't take ownership over what I say. This is a zero follow through. Like, you know, we were running our mouths that you don't have that luxury in your life. You don't just get to say shit, take no ownership about it. Like, you know, I've made claims on this podcast that I was going to volunteer more, lose weight, give more charity. Harrington, are we going to do those things? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's the point. It's the run your mouth podcast. We say dumb shit. And so last week's beef, that was that was going to be one week only. Like, let's be honest, the, the bit got stale while we were doing the bit. I forgot it was a bit. <laughs> In fact, you thought it was defamation. I, I hated him, so that's why I think we defamed him. No, there was no defamation. And here's the biggest problem. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Complaining the loudest doesn't make you right. I think we have a problem in this world that we cater to idiots, assholes, and complainers. We're molding the group around the worst aspects of society. And now we have content that's not on the internet because this kid went ahead and he complained to the teacher, which is a battle that we're not going to win. And I'm I, like, listen, I wasn't really defaming this. If anything, I wanted him to come on here. I wanted to create some drama, uh, have him come on. Maybe we'd reconcile, make out in the bathroom a little bit. Was that so much to ask? No, I don't think so. Yeah. You know, this is this is this is radio, buddy. We're, we're, we're trying to stir up some beef. Create some entertainment, and uh, here's the scariest part. So this other, this other podcast, he's got bagel content over there. He's got you know other similar character traits about his podcast to ours, which we can't mention because we don't want people thinking that we're defaming anyone. So we're not mentioning this podcast. What, what podcast? That's the point. I'm not going to mention it, but, but it's got some similar features, including bagel content. And we've said, I, you haven't been here for all of it. I, we've said things way worse than anything that was said last week. And that week got pulled. So it makes me think this kid's listening to us and he's telling on us. My question is, uh, yeah. how are you going to plug your own show? What do you mean? I mean, you know. Oh, how am I going to? Oh, you mean because, no, we can't give hints, Harrington. About what? If we give hints... <laughs> We might get in trouble for defamation again. <laughs> what are we getting and, hints about? And we're not defamers. We are the defamed. Don't forget that. We are the, we are the people of the defamed protecting those uh, that are, are, are want freedom in their lives, less government, and to, and to live the best possible lives. We're the defamed over here. Don't tell me about defamation. And I can't have people going after this podcast. I love this podcast. This is my fucking life. Like, Yosef might have a family. Uh, Joseph Roberts might have a girlfriend and cars to wash. I don't have Rob's newsroom. I don't have this. This, this is what I got. You gonna fucking take this shit for me? So, I, I, Harrington, do you have a? Do you possibly have press release music? I got. I got a press release. I want to read about the incident. Here, what would make for good press release music? I mean, my default is always the uh, hard copy theme. Dun dun. What's that? Oh, just play it. I'm curious to hear what it is. Because I got an official statement that I'm going to make. Coming up next, making a statement about the defamation suit that went on. on the Yeah, it, this, is, this is the wrong vibe. I was looking for uh, something maybe a little more patriotic. It's all good. All right, I got, oh, a, I got, I got an official statement. You ready? Hot takes. <laughs> to all those out there who are offended by our content, I, I want to take responsibility, Harrington, 
And I want to apologize that apparently we weren't funny enough that despite the laughter in the room, the name of the podcast, the other comedy content, apparently we weren't funny enough to everyone to understand that it was a bit and a desperate attempt for putting out an episode when there wasn't really anything in the news. So I want to apologize. I'm taking responsibility that we weren't funny enough. We're going to do our part uh, to be funnier in the future. And I just want to say, I do view censorship like this as a form of bullying. I Like, that's what I'm saying. We're the defamed here. He's defaming us into getting rid of our content. I feel like we're not the cool kids. Are you the cool kid, Harrington? I've never been cool. I haven't been cool either. Uh, you, I got a blowjob from a porn star on air last week. I, I don't felt, know. If, I felt pretty cool. I don't know if that was cool. I got to throw up <laughs> devil horns, dude. Like, hey, you guys all just watched me get my dick sucked. That's kind of cool. You, you got a... I don't know if you have the best definition of cool. You don't think that's cool? I think it's cool. Can you put out a Twitter poll? I think it's cool that you think it's cool. Is it cool to get your dick sucked in front of your boys? I think it's cool that you think it's cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. You don't think it's like on the surface? I, listen, I think it's it's good to live your life and feel proud of what you're doing, even if it's extremely shameless. <laughs> really? You think it's like that bad of a thing? No, I, think I haven't even processed like it being a thing. I think it's uh, it's cool to live a life where you don't really have a girlfriend or people that love you so that you can do those kind of bits. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's it's cool that you have a weird job that you're able to show up to work on a Wednesday and get your dick sucked by a robot and a porn star and have that be a part of your life. But you do have to have weird values to think that that's cool. All right. So I guess I'm not cool. But it's fine. No, but it's cool that you think you're cool. So you should run with that. Okay. But running back to what you're saying, like, yeah, we're, we're the not defamed. the cool guys. We no. are the defamed. We're the defamed. So here's the one thing I feel like I have in life. Maybe you have this also. I'm the, I'm the kid who's uncomfortable at a party that's going to stand in the corner and make fun of everyone else. That's what I'm going to do. Don't take that from me. You're bullying me out of enjoying the thing that I enjoy to people that want to listen to this and enjoy it as well. Okay, so like, would it be non-defaming to ask you if you've had a good bagel lately? Oh, um, you know what? Can we just... Are, are bagels um, now off, off no, no, limits? No, he can't claim bagels. That's obscene. There's Wait, who, no way... Who can't claim bagels? I, I, we can't even mention the guy. The other guy talking about bagels. Just go listen to every podcast, figure out who's stealing our bits about bagels. Oh, they're stealing bits about bagels yeah, now? I, and, uh, not just about bagels. I'm sure they're talking about all of our topics now, because we're not allowed to go after them, because then they're going to call us the defamers. The, I mean, the defamed, the defamers. <laughs> if I knew who you were talking about, <laughs> I might say you were defaming them right now. Well, no, that's the point, because we're not even mentioning them, for one. For two, we would never defame anyone. This is a safe space for the defamed. If if you feel defamed, then you should come on here and feel at home and, and tell us your story about feeling defamed and we're going to support you. Um, okay. And then I got one other thing that I want to, uh, I want to apologize for. I feel like we got on air and we told the fans that they could go out, out there and ruin somebody's life. And now we're getting back and we're like, Hey, you can't. And I feel bad. We told them that they could go out and ruin somebody else's life. So, um, we're going to pivot our food. Um, I got a new target for everyone. It's uh, You can find him on Twitter. It's at Birderkist. Um, he's got a Liberty podcast where they promote a status agenda. And so for those who are all excited to go out and ruin somebody's life, last week's target, um, we got in trouble because even though we're the defamed, they tried to claim that we were uh, you know, spreading. Our, we, we, they were trying to claim that we were de spreading our defamed vibe onto other people. That's really what they were complaining about. We're, we're the victims here, Harrington. Don't you feel like a victim? I mean, I'm I, yes, very much so. I'm, now that I just found out that I was probably sexually assaulted on the SDR show, I do feel like a victim. Well, the, the lady who was involved in your sexual assault would be more 
the victim. She knew what she was getting into. I didn't know there was going to be a camera till like 10 minutes before the show. Yeah, they threw a nice curveball there for you. I, they always do. It's always a kicker. They know sales. Yeah. These people, they know what they're doing. And they always get me hook, line, and sinker. I love them. Yeah, well, they offered you a free blowjob. Who turns that down? Um, and the auto blow, too, which is delightful. There you go. Finally, you got a good plug out for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ed Burgerkist, go track those eggs down. Uh, not defaming here, but they have a uh, podcast called the Fagcast, which is the Friends Against Government, and they're not, and that's the point. They're actually friends of government, and they're sp- spreading a status agenda. So get on Twitter and uh, ruin his life for trying to uh, support uh, government agenda. All right, I feel like I feel like we covered you know everything from last week. What you want me to read something there? No, I was wondering, is this them? Yeah, that's them. Fred's Against Government podcast at Burgerkist is a fucking chicken. Um, you know, they're trying to stir up some shit with me. So if you're looking to ruin somebody's life, that's the guy to do it. Yo, he is terrified of you. What? He got off Twitter, dog. What, the guy left Twitter? Yo, he left Twitter. Wait, you mean the other guy or this guy? Bird Chicks. Nah. Yo, he left Twitter, B. He left Twitter? Yeah, I have it right here. Right, Home of the Friends Against Government podcast with at Burdekist. Right, and he's gone. I go to open his open his Twitter page. He doesn't exist. Wow, hey dog, dude, we're pretty good at defaming people. (laughs) This is incredible. Look, I think you just took a page out of that kid's book. You defame this guy, and he's already gone. All right, well, you know what? Maybe we should rethink the power that we have when we sit at these mics and ruining people's lives. Okay, wait, wait, but he's got a co-host. Maybe we can pivot the feud to his co-host, ruin that guy's life. What's his name? This poor bastard. Yeah, he still exists. Card Christmas. Okay. All right. Well, At Carmpit, C-A-R-C-A-M-P-I-T? Yeah, it's like an armpit of a car. I don't know what he's going for there. It's confusing, but he might have already ruined his own life, but, you know, you guys can still go after him. Tweeting 45 minutes ago, dog. He's active. He's, he's ready active. to go. All right. There you go. Everybody, uh, last week, you know, I guess we apologize if we offended somebody, but, you know, we're, we're just, we're being idiots. We're turning on microphones. I don't know how you didn't get that. Thanks for complaining, and... Um, you know, taking down all my hard-earned jokes and editing that I did. Which, by the way, I want to say um, we're going to take out the piece of content that I guess w- was considered defamation. I'm going to assume that all the celebrity jokes we made were not defamation. I'm going to put them back up. If you listen to it, you know, feel free to ignore it. I'm literally going to label it re-releasing deleted content. Maybe. Yes. That's what he got you on. You mean on what I said about celebrities? Yeah, you, we didn't say anything bad about him, but you did make some wild accusations <laughs> as to why celebrities may have broken up. And let's be honest, yes. for the person that we're not talking about, he's stopping listening to your show as soon as you're done with celebrity gossip. So right. process where I'm coming from with this, that may like maybe the Scotty Pittman joke is what got you defamation. And I bet he's now doing celebrity bits on his show. I, if I know what this kid's up to, that's what he's doing what right kid? now. We're not talking about a kid, right? Right. Uh, I, no... A fictional human being who we would never defame. All right. Sorry, what was the name of this show again? <laughs> I, I got to type it in the thing. What do I... Oh, uh, you mean Friends Against Government Podcast? No, no, no this one right here. The you one mean that... our show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we can't, we're, we're not going to... We're not, we're not even going to say... We're not even going to promote ourselves so that we can avoid any possibility that people would think that we were defaming anyone because we are the defamed. We stand against defamation. And if you're out there, you feel like you're underprivileged or that people are against you, we encourage you to come into the show. Anybody, you are out there and you're feeling low in your life, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. We will bring you here and we will prop you up and support you in your struggle against defamation because we are anti, we're the defamed. All right? Rob, you don't got to sell me anymore, buddy. I'm on your team. 
All right. I feel like I got all worked up. We could call an episode. No, we're getting <laughs> we're getting into the goddamn news. So first news story that I want to talk about, Harrington, you strike me as a dude who would be balls deep into SantaCon. Are you a Santa? Like, it just strikes me like your holiday. You know what? You're on the money. I love the concept of it. I never did it when I was young enough. And uh, yeah, I've just been out. You feel like you've grown out of what? Well, it seems like these people are not young. But maybe they're just aging really poorly. <laughs> I mean, it's like realistically, I feel like it's I feel like it's that weird window between like twenty three and twenty eight. You know, like there's something yeah. about that five year gap where it's like you get your first job, you're making real money out of college, you still have a ton of student loans, you go out and party like real hard, save nothing, and then you end up like, you know, in late twenties, like, all right, I gotta start growing up and you kinda grow out of that. What would you? How would you describe SantaCon for people out there? Because I I can't defame anyone. I don't want to shit on what SantaCon is. Um, what, what, how would you describe SantaCon? Uh, it's St. Patrick's Day with hats. Yeah, it's basically people. They put on Santa costumes. They come into the city. They have a bar crawl. They get super hammered. That's it. That's all it is. I mean, they take over the city, Rob. Is it that? Because you know what? I go out so late at night. I feel like by the time I'm out, they've all passed out. I went out at like. 10 no not like 9 30 and it was still like an absolute nightmare getting from the east village to gramercy which uh oh east village to Gramercy. we're talking 15 minute walk normally it was like i don't know 45 minutes there were that many of these people it was it it, it, a small army a battalion of fucking drunken santas any hot slutty ones oh so many so i don't understand like you know, at the end of the day, Halloween, people make, you know, the, the case all the time that these women wearing, you know, skimpy costumes on Halloween. How do they do that? These women out here for SantaCon in like, you know, the full rockette gear with no leggings. Oh, God bless them. That's a sexy outfit. Like, I I guarantee there is like nine girls at SantaCon who just had no panties and like the full rockette flashing people all day. Like, yeah. that's what SantaCon's for. Do you think any of them went home disappointed? Like, oh, man, I was trying to get some penis today. Or they all got it. I don't think that's ever happened once they in the all, history of SantaCon. They all got what they were looking for. No, I mean, like, at the end of the day, if you were going out to get laid and your night didn't end with you puking in the gutter, then you got <laughs> laid. <laughs> I got you. Okay. So apparently there's a dude who actually organizes SantaCon, and here he is making some announcements for everyone before they go out and they enjoy their SantaCon day. Play it for us. Oh, man. All right, you can pause it there. Is there anything in life that ruins fun more like announcements? <laughs> Dude, I I feel like that guy started SantaCon. I, I, he might be the godfather of SantaCon, but I'm just saying the second somebody gets up to make announcements, they've just ruined. You know what I mean? Like, you could get up to make an announcement before an orgy, and you've just ruined the orgy. Yeah, no fun happens after announcement Yeah, time. announcements are like, all right, we're everybody, we're, get your condoms out. We're going to start the orgy in a few minutes. Now, remember, just because there's a hole available doesn't mean you can put your penis in it. You have to make sure that you get verbal consent. Now, we want you to have fun at this orgy. This orgy is about fun and pleasure. We want everyone to enjoy this orgy. <laughs> I stretch, <laughs> limber up. Nobody's yeah. pulling a hammy on my watch. Nobody just go in there without warming up first. Remember, we want everyone to have fun at this orgy. If you haven't, if if you're not hard, don't just put it in. Remember, this orgy is about fun. All right, I think we I think we made our point. <laughs> no, I mean I I really uh, there's something about that guy to me that strikes me as like he started this as like a genuine fun wholesome event. 
that has been totally corrupted <laughs> by millennial shitheads. <laughs> no, if anything, I think he's like a decent sales guy where he was the biggest a piece of shit and it caught on and he loves that everyone comes into the city and acts like a piece of shit and he gets up and he makes these announcements so he could be like, Santa Con's just about uh, giving some charity and having a nice old day. Maybe. It's They're- good PR. I can read right through this filthy Santa guy. I don't know, man. Because he's here's the thing: he's calling people shitheads in the thing, <laughs> so like it's not even good PR. It is a guy who is fed the fuck up with his life. You mean he, he's like Jersey Blunt, where like now he has kids and he's like, shit, I gotta go in and make this announcement. Yeah. Like he's trying to preserve the legacy of what SantaCon was yeah. supposed to be. He was like, you know, like back when my friends were doing this, it was like, you know, 40 of us and it was a blast. Now, like I got thousands of horny idiots just (laughs) fucking ruining this fun thing my friends used to do. Just humping lampshades. (laughs) Like he just walked downtown and they're just humping mailboxes, just whatever the fuck they can. Dude, it's rough out there. All right. So moving on to the next news story. uh, I thought this was interesting. Do you you, you ever watch Sesame Street growing up? Was that uh, was that part of your, you know no parents around type of education hell yeah dog ernie raised me yeah i never watched a ton of sesame street but they're they're uh well, who's your favorite sesame street character i don't know dude elmo come on elmo Basic. all right yeah yeah i don't think i ever really watched a whole lot of sesame street um but anyways they're introducing a new character um it's a homeless child they're introducing it because homelessness is on the ride and uh you know sesame street they like to be educational and they just want to educate kids on who you got to stick away from in school <laughs> <laughs> all right and then uh here's one more quick one was uh you know all this me too shit going on so here was a new york times article star economist at harvard faces sexual harassment complaints i read that and i think it's further proof of why you want to stay in the middle you know you know they always get they go after the people on top just you always want to be mediocre in life people will leave you alone that's why me and harrington were working support roles over the who's coming over the support guys at gas digital no one. <laughs> no, actually, at my last job, I kind of, I kind of stand by that. At my last job, um, I never, I had a prospecting trick that nobody else had in the office, and it was working. And I was careful not to submit too many sales in one week because I knew that if if you get to a certain level, people start reverse engineering what you're doing. Whereas if your performance, like in other words, if your top tier performance level, people start thinking, all right, what what what's this guy's magic trick? And they'll start reverse engineering it. Whereas like if you rocked out in the middle, you know, you could kind of smooth sail, enjoy your benefits, have perfect retention. You get what I'm saying. I got to get better at that. That is like the number one thing I suck at. I don't think anyone's looking at you and be like, this guy's crushing it. No, 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 no <laughs> I'm going to no. take a piece of his pie. Fuck off. But <laughs> that idea of like that just getting to a point where it's like, all right, I found it out a thing I can coast on. Yeah, I got a formula here. Yeah. I don't need to attract attention. It's great. It's actually a Jewish con- concept. They call it, uh, Jews are like that where they don't like Shifty? to. Yeah, that's funny. That's it. No, they call it eye and horror, the evil eye. Where you like really religious Jews, they won't even tell you how many kids they have because they consider it a blessing. But uh, they, it's you don't want to arouse jealousy in other people. Like it's very, is... it's very the opposite of uh, of the way you goyim live, where you want to be like, hey, look how rich I am, flaunt that shit. You think it attracts more people? Think you're a winner? Jews are like that's why they're all whiny. The, the shifty thing that you were describing. We want everyone to think we're not doing that great, so that you leave us alone. 
Did you strategy? Is you, you're you're you and turtles. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we're the defamed. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic. Uh, this one. Oh, okay. Here's a quick one. Mueller investigation. So people have been saying, "Hey, this is insane. You have unlimited budget." for the government to basically prosecute people. This isn't a fair fight. And also, why is the government spending this much money prosecuting people? Now, take a wild-ass guess, Mr. Harrington. How much money do you think the Mueller investigation has profited from going after people and finding out that you know they owe money on taxes or fining them and whatnot? How profitable do you think the Mueller investigation has been? Say roughly three hundred fifty million. Ooh, you're actually usually you know usually you got that bookie looking face and you're good with numbers, but uh, you're coming in high. So apparently, I, I saw two figures. I saw it cost five million. I've also saw that it's cost twenty five million, and the report is that it's pulled in forty eight million so far. And so people want to say like, oh man, like look, this is a money maker for government. This is good. The government has the Mueller investigation going, um, which I argue two things. First is. I don't think we should be looking at government as like a money-making institution. We shouldn't be taking pride in, hey, look how much money government is making. That's not supposed to be the role of government. It should be, look how much help the government has done, theoretically. It shouldn't be, look how much wealth the government has managed to extract. I feel like you moved your mic. You wanted to say something on that? I mean, that's what always terrified me about Trump saying he was going to run the country like a business. It's like, you run the country like a business. You're just trying to bring money, and you're just trying to raise a profit. You right. know? Okay, like, yeah, like... It, yeah, because as a theoretical, if you're running the like raise taxes to eighty percent, yeah, I don't think that's quite the connotation that he meant. But I, I get the spirit of what you're saying. No, but I think that's kind of what it's felt like recently. No, you mean you'd have to explain a little more. Like I don't know. To me, like from from like just from literally a layman's perspective, I know nothing about government, but yeah. it just seems like government's getting bigger and bigger, and it's becoming more and more imposing to a point where it's like it's becoming a monolith. Where you know, like. People like the the I, the reason I guess three hundred fifty million is I thought you were genuinely asking like what this has cost total like to the people who you're finding that they oh you meant like more of like uh, like an, an, and uh, like an economist total impact versus actual dollar bills you, right you were looking at it from a, a different way of analyzing it okay yeah I see what you're saying but it's like when you're when you're trying to disrupt and distribute that much money back and forth uh in the like the public eye that feels like you know you're i don't it feels like that that show succession i don't know if you've seen it on hbo where it's like yeah. it's a power play within a business but it's also about maintaining the headlines so that the stock price stays up and interesting like, i've not seen i think when trump's and people say we're going to run government like a business what they mean is we're actually not just going to spend recklessly and we're going to um start you know we're going to start winning for people and we're actually going to care about costs. I think that's kind of what they say, but I understand the spirit of what you're saying. Um, what bothers me about this is twofold. One is, do you remember the bailout of the banks? You remember that? That was only a couple of years ago. People tried like to say... a decade ago, dog. Is it that long ago? Yeah, yeah, 2009, man. It's amazing getting old when you just think everything was like... I know, it feels yeah, like yesterday. It does. What? Uh <laughs> that's because we all basically couldn't get jobs and spent a lot of time drinking. So it just feels like that was the last thing that happened. <laughs> no, I ended up here. So, yeah. So, no, but people like to say, hey, listen, the government turned a profit on that. But my feeling was always, if I'm at the craps table and I bottom out, I bottom out. You know what I mean? It's like you can't change the rules of the game where someone comes and they give me, you know, 
more money to play with and then the tur- the tables turn. That's not the way the game is played. The stock market is played that if you bottom out, you bottomed out. Even if the government can then get you at the bottom so that it rallies, that's not the way it's paid. That's the way you kind of wipe out bad actors. So the fact that government's being profitable about something doesn't necessarily make me think, oh, this is a great idea. That's one. Two is, all right, fine. So if Mueller is actually in the green and we're going to say that the government being in the green then let's have them go after every fucking politician. What, do you think this is just a Trump thing? That you start going after the people that got Trump elected and all of a sudden you're noticing tax fraud amongst wealthy people? Why don't we turn this on every... This is a moneymaker. It seems like everybody he brings in, he seems to be able to get them on something and the government's able to make money, so fuck that. Let's go after everybody. This is a moneymaker. Why, why are we just going after their... You, you think it's just isolated to the the, the, the the Trump Republicans? And even if I'm wrong, we're in this for profit, so let's just prosecute and investigate more people and I'm sure we can come up with things. Um, you know what? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Drain the swamp, man. Like, this is, like, legitimately, to me, what he was talking about on the campaign trail. You know what I mean? Like, if you can go in there and actually start picking off people where it's like, this person has been riding high, sucking on the government teat for forever, you know, just being a fucking bureaucrat who's keeping the status quo what it is. Fuck you, dude. Well, here's the issue. You're under the microscope now. Here's the issue with that. I agree with you. If you did a cross board, everyone likes the idea. Hey, let's get rid of corruption. But to me, this is the ultimate corruption where basically an outsider wins and you go, you have people like Manafort and Stone. They've been in government running campaigns forever. All of a sudden they get someone who's not mainstream Republican elected and they go, we're going to look at you under a microscope. That's no different than China corruption, where they get someone for being a corrupt official. And it's like, everyone's breaking the rules. We know that this isn't a corrupt official. He just managed to piss off the people you can't piss off. He's now on the outside. That's what's going on here. That's why I'm saying, like, if you're really going to view this as a moneymaker, let's understand this isn't just Trump's team. Let's turn him against fucking everybody. Let's clean house and let's let's profit like motherfuckers. Let's get all that that tax money. Um, all right, cool. Next topic I wanted to talk about. This is, the, the, come on, this is the headline this is going to be the headline of headlines. This is a game changer for, for the country, and that's that baby powder causes cancer. Um, so my first question for you, Harrington, are you, are you, uh, do you ever use a little baby powder? You get, you get, you powder yourself up at all? Gold bond guy, yeah. I haven't used, when I was in camp, I used to use gold bond. Gold bond was great, you know, if you're getting that leg chafing, and it, it's got mm-hmm. a, um, there's like a man thing to it in that, uh, I don't want to call it a sting, but it's got, like an oomph to it no, when I mean, you put there, it on. There's, I mean, if you get the menthol version, that that kicks right out the shower. Yeah. My God. Yeah, there's something to that. Yeah. You feel like a fucking dude for a couple minutes. Yeah. Mind you, you're alive. Yeah, absolutely. You, th- you slap that on your balls. Um, But baby powder, you've never used baby powder. Of course you haven't. You're not a black chick. <laughs> so, <laughs> Harrington, we're not defaming anyone, though. You know, that's why they smell so nice. Hell yeah, dog. Um. <laughs> I ex- absorb anxiety in life like a sponge. Like, for example, for a little while, I was using finasteride. If you don't know what that is, that's something you take uh, to help with your balding. And then some dude was telling me, had, like, I was trying to take it, but I was nervous about not getting boners. And then I just absorbed that anxiety. You know, I was just like, oh, now I'm, now I'm nervous about not getting boners. And I had to stop taking it. And now I don't have hair. But baby powder causes cancer. Is you're one really of- just trying to point out. You're trying to justify your OCD right now. What do you mean? Like, it's just you are just so racked. Oh, hypochondriac. Like, you are just so racked with, like, 
every single possible thing that is going wrong is going to be the end of you. So you're just like, as soon as anybody else externalizes it, you just internalize it immediately. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I absorb other people's anxiety like a sponge. That's why I hate hearing. But this one, that's why this one is so crazy because this one, if if I've heard this one before and now I just don't really use baby powder, but this one was so outlandish. It was kind of like, and we're going to play the clips now. As a kid, there was that Simpsons episode. I couldn't find the, the best version of this clip. Let's play the other one. I thought there was a second. Yeah, let's play this one first. But basically, Homer Simpson becomes Mr. X. It was like an early take on the internet where he started just posting total bullshit. And one of the bullshits he came up with was that the flu shot was to get people to spend more money on Christmas shopping. Which, by the way, you should know, my mom, she told me to get the like the flu shot more than once. And every time I'm like, you can't get the flu shot. That's just to make you spend more money on Christmas. Now, I say that as a joke because I heard it as a kid on The Simpsons. And it's the most ridiculous of these, you know, obscene conspiracies. But to me, on paper, this is just as absurd as a product like baby powder causing cancer. All right, let's roll the clip. Surprising. They're controlling our minds with flu shots. I knew it. Well, kids, now aren't you glad we don't believe in inoculations? <laughs> Yay! Mommy. All right, and then let's play the uh, the other one. Page has stumbled upon our secret plan. That's impossible. All my stories are bullplop. Bullplop! I didn't be cute. I'm referring to the flu shot expose. You see, we're the ones loading them with mind-controlling additives. But why? <laughs> drive people into a frenzy of shopping. That's why flu shots are given just before Christmas. Of course. It's so simple. Wait, no, it's not. It's needlessly complicated. All right. So to me, if this one is true, that baby powder causes cancer, then like anytime you hear any of these, you just have to, it's true. Like doorknobs make your asshole itchy. That's just true. You know what I mean? Like, what? That's a thing? No, I'm just saying, at oh, this no. point, if that's true that baby powder causes cancer, I don't think there's any one thing that someone could tell me that I would think was not true. Does that make, like, because th this was the most absurd of the absurd, and to me, this is a tale so American that if a product called baby powder can cause cancer, I think, like, as a country, we, we gotta call it a quits. Like, that's it. We've taken this U.S. marketing thing so far, like these headlines that uh, Procter, not Procter, Johnson & Johnson is down 10% of one company. Like, that shouldn't be one company's evaluation is 10%. It should be, we're shutting down the country. We had a product that we were marketing as baby powder, and it causes cancer. So I took the time. It was a, a, a Reuters report. It was really long, and I'm reading through it. And now it sounded like most of them, like the flagrant stuff that was happening was from the fifties and sixties. And to just to be honest, like, you know, that was back when companies really just didn't give a shit about people. <laughs> like their slogan was even always do the right thing for everyone. So if anything, I think they were just trying to give people back the asbestos that government forcefully took from their apartments. That's what I think Johnson and Johnson was trying to do. Hell yeah. Also in the fifties and sixties, I, I bet like, you know, asbestos was like cigarettes. They just thought it was good for you. So they were just, they were throwing it. They were like, here, rub this on your babies. All right. So here, now I want to show everybody the CEO. This is the current CEO of Procter and Gamble. He's answering, answering an employee question about how to get ahead in life. Roll the tape. First thing is love what you do, learn to love what you do and really do it well. 
It sounds pretty simple. All right, you can just pause it there. I think everyone, you gotta, you gotta go look this guy up. He's perfectly handsome and well kept without without being threateningly attractive. He talks in that perfect corporate tonality. He pauses at the end of every sentence. To me, this guy's so creepy. I would even believe that they put babies into baby powder. Um, Harrington, any thoughts on this dude? Fuck this Danny Tanner looking motherfucker. <laughs> <you know? laughs> That's not a bad call, but there's something creepy about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's, I don't want that guy anywhere near my kids. He is so perfectly American CEO, oh. even paced talking. God. Just, just everything that makes you go like, Ugh. all right. There's just something like, I guarantee he's paid someone to poop on a glass table that he's lied <laughs> underneath. It's not defamation. I didn't just guarantee it. And all Asians, for you sure. No idea who we're talking about. Who, me? Yeah. Well, just wait. No, now I'm confused. Nothing. Definitely Asians. Continue. Okay, cool. So uh, now, apparently, it's been ovarian cancer because women are putting these on their vaginas. They're putting the, the baby powder on their muff. And uh, Harrington, you know, you spend more time around women. Why are these women drying out their vaginas? Why are people doing that? No idea, dude. I... I genuinely wish I could tell you. Like I don't know. Like why are you putting why why are women putting baby powder on their muffs? I I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I, I I'm assuming it's like a post pregnancy thing. Is this like no? You know, I think I think that was just an old school thing. They you know moms would teach their daughters. Hey, you got this. Uh, you got your your stinky sweaty muff. You throw a little baby powder in your in your underwear. You're walking around fresh. Yeah, but I've never gone down on a girl and <laughs> caught in a mouthful of baby powder. That's because you don't ha- you don't hang out with black chicks. Never <sighs> eating black pussy. Uh, <laughs> I, it's funny. I met one like black chick in my life. She just wears baby powder, and I'm just running because I'm just running with it. That's a thing. No idea. I have no idea. I don't know either. Um. Now I will say that I was reading this because I don't know what women are doing with this baby powder on their uh, on their genitals. But uh, I feel very lucky not to have a vagina because mine would just stink so bad. Can you imagine? Like, cause I don't take care of things. How badly do you think your vagina would stink if you were given a vagina, Harrington? God. I would just be bleeding out on the rug. Like, I wouldn't oh. be wearing... T- you know what I mean? I would just call into work like, yeah, I'm not going to come in today. I'm bleeding out on my vagina. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I feel like I would... <laughs> here's the thing. I feel like I would genuinely be a better person if I was a woman. You know what I mean? No, like, I feel like that would motivate because, me. Because of the consequence. You, like, because at a minimum, you have to be able to afford tampons. Like, I'm <laughs> bleeding on the floor. I need to do something about this. Right, right, right. Yeah. Or it would just make me, like... Yeah, I don't know. God bless women. I wouldn't want to have to deal with that shit. Uh, okay, so the other thing is, if this turns out to be true, that uh, it sounds like, by the way, in the past there was asbestos in the 50s and 60s, like I said, when they don't give, give a shit about people. Now they're saying maybe uh, it does cause cancer. But what's funny, you know, like when you watch something, like you watch a dude who's about to eat his booger, or remember that footage that the uh, the Phillies fan who actually ate the, 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 the shit in the in the Philly rallies? Hell yeah, dude. That was Go your birds. cousin. You know who I'm talking Go about. Go birds, baby. <laughs> fly, eagles, fly. So you watch footage now of these old commercials of people like putting baby powder on their babies and it elicits that same reaction of just, no, we don't even need to play that one. But here, this is a a commercial for baby powder. I'm going to say it's from the 70s. And I'll, it is my other comment on these old commercials is everything we hear about like the Me Too mo- moment and you're like, ah, fuck you. And they're like, hey, we got to change society. You got to hear the spokesman, spokesperson at the end of this commercial, and you're like, this is so goddamn rapey. <laughs> Roll the tape. Powder and go out with Ronald. 
The girly powder is baby powder. That's worse. It smells nice. Try some. You don't have to smell nice to play baseball. Oh. I'm leaving. Going somewhere? To tell Ronald his baby's almost ready. Johnson's baby powder keeps anybody's baby smooth and fresh. Oh. <laughs> How goddamn creepy is that? That makes me feel real uncomfortable. It makes man. me feel like... I just got my dick sucked in front of my friends in a bathroom. That's how it makes me feel. No, dude, that was fun. That <laughs> Can you that replay hurt. that guy's voice? Baby powder keeps anybody's baby smooth and fresh. I'm going to have a nightmare about that. <laughs> how rapey is that guy's that is, voice? <laughs> that is something else, man. All right, so whether or not Johnson's baby powder does cause cancer, here's the proof that I want to bring. And once again, we're, we're the defamed over here, so we're not... Uh, we're not, you know, I, I'd hate to have someone consider this defamation, but I read the Wall Street Journal every every day. And uh, Harrington, go to my notes. I want you to pull this up on the screen. Maybe I don't think we're going to put up, pull out this video. But anyways, um, the first article, that, I mean, not article, the ad that they paid for at the beginning of the week said science, not sensationalism, picture of Johnson's baby powder. But the big line was science, not sensationalism. Just three days later, they put out a new ad with the title, Your Questions Deserve Answers, <laughs> which means we're only two days away from like, we're so sorry. Oh, my God. We we, we're, we feel so bad about what we we've done. We are shutting down. Yeah. And I, here's what I'm looking forward to in the future is like those tobacco truth ads, but for baby powder. And it's just some lady standing there with it instead of like the esophagus thing. She just has a rotten out vagina. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm more entertained by this than uh than Harrington is. No, I just like there is something so inherently like women are just possessions. So keep these dames dry for when you want to fuck them. Yeah, is yeah the whole their whole marketing. By the way, if you if you want to take a weird dive into marketing, all of their baby shit also is like weirdly sexual. Like all the mom putting, it's weird. It's got like a weirdly creepy sexual vibe to it. Um. But you ever hear, I don't know whose joke this was, but I, I, I heard it once, not from the comic, but in passing, I thought it was funny, but like, uh, um, Vicks Vapor Rub, like that, uh, it was that, it was that special moment you had with your mom and you're like, Hey, I think I could bang this chick. <laughs> like when they're rubbing it on your chest. <laughs> I don't know whose joke that was. That's hysterical. Um, but all of these, do you remember, I don't know if they still have that commercial, but they did have that creepy commercial for Vicks Vapor Rub where a mom was rubbing it on like the kid's chest yeah but like yeah I, you know what i think ingrained that into our psyche in the age that we are uh the friends episode when monica was putting on vix vapor rub and like chandler was getting all turned on oh you know i never really watched friends really like i feel like friends is just seminal for our generation i just you know so I like never... to me that's like vix vapor rub has always been Had sexualized sexual and like it's kind of, of been in the pop culture all right, cool. Uh, how hard of an out, by the way, do we have at like 12? Are we going to get in trouble with Ralph? Yeah, we should probably really close out. We here. should probably wrap it up. Okay, so I was going to talk about uh, healthcare. We'll save that for next week. Can we do uh, Can we do it? You think we can do a 10 minute call with with Yosef? Or I mean, you we'll know, put, he has the info, so tell him to hit me up. All right. Well, you know, let's just call him on my cell phone. We'll see what happens. Wait, call him on your cell phone? No, tell him to call here. <laughs> Or to the, uh... 
Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message. That's it for tonight. Have a good one. And, you know, don't go out there to fame unless it's to the Burger Kiss guy. Track him down. He's not even on Twitter, so you got to find him in person. Um, and, uh, you know, that's it. All right, later.